A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. And finally, we are separated once again, oh. 8,000 miles, whatever it is, yeah. only on a screen. Yeah, I mean, I think that this sounds probably better than what the last show that we did <laughs> in, 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 in a meeting room, to be honest, because we were kind of uh, buffeted by the uh, administrative winds uh, at Stack Towers, Stack HQ, uh, so we actually do the last few shows uh, in, in a meeting room. But we're back in full HD WAV file quality, uh, and I can see Chris on his, on my little screen, and uh, would it be rude to say, Chris, that um, you look uh, sweaty, hot and bothered, and a little bit tired? <laughs> Biggest heat wave since 1875, Woo-hoo! I think. It's a big old heat wave in Japan at the moment. Yeah. It's very... Um, it's humid, right? Yeah. And it's the humidity that's dangerous because it makes like the the sweat just doesn't evaporate, yeah. and you just keep sweating, and it feels really horrible. It's like walking in a like soup. a steam room, a big soup. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can handle heat, but yeah. it's the humidity that that makes it unbearable. But can you handle heat? Cases. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's a Pete wave it's going on It's a Pete wave here. going on, god damn it. Pete wave. Sounds like a weird dance. But like, yeah, there's been a lot of um, cases of people having heat stroke and whatnot. And what's interesting is before I left and came back to the UK about a month or two ago, yeah. the government said that it's okay to not wear your mask mm. outside, yeah. right, for the first time in two years now. And nobody cares. They're still doing it. I was walking around Sendai, roasting like a f- fucking chicken. chicken earlier, <laughs> and people are still wearing them. I think I saw one in every hundred person wasn't wearing their mask. Right. And of course, you don't want to be the one foreigner who sort of breaks the rules, mm. who's not doing it. Mm. You don't want to stand out. Mm. Uh, so I'm wearing my mask, and it's very unpleasant yeah. and a little bit ridiculous, especially with all the heat stroke cases. I think there's a record number of cases this year as well. Mm. And it's just like come on guys wear the mask indoors and public transport i get it but like outside in this heat i just don't think it's a good idea it's certainly incredibly unpleasant and also a little bit jarring coming from the uk where obviously we're complete opposite end of the spectrum probably <laughs> in a bad way but like where we don't have masks uh, at all no, right true and it, um, would it, would it's it, a weird thing would it, um, i'm no epidemiologist i'm no um Spittyologist, but would if it is very moist (laughs) in the air and there is the air is thick with uh, with 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 water, um, presumably that would create a natural a more natural barrier for um, spitty spitty spit spitty flex to uh, get get around the gaff. Because if you're if you're sort of if if there's less resistance in the air, 
If the hmm. air is mm, viscosity, means thickness, doesn't it? <laughs> if the air is viscous, is more what viscous. Is if, if if it's more viscous, oh no, viscosity means being able to move, doesn't it? I always forget what viscosity oh my means. Goodness. Either way, if there's loads of water droplets already in the air because it's very humid and hot, uh, would that uh, create a more natural barrier for your spittle to float around? <laughs> would it become it hit another? I don't know, bit but of, I'd never uh, want to hear spittle. I never want to hear the word viscosity ever again. <laughs> I always forget word. it does my nothing. Every time I try and use it, I go, Pete, you've not got this, mate. You, you've, you've, you've used it, you've <laughs> overstretched, and look what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be 38 degrees here with a billion percent humidity, mm. but it's still better than recording in Pete's studio, oh, guys. Don't be rude. It's at least thrice as hot as that. that Sometimes true, Pete takes his top off yeah, I do. and presents without a top on. Yeah. It's much more pleasant than that, so it's not the end of the world. <laughs> and uh, it's nice to be back in a country where things work. Oh. Um, like... It was getting out of hand. By the time I left the UK, so much just wasn't happening. There was uh, strikes on planes, strikes on trains. Mm. All the baggage was just at Heathrow Airport. I still don't think Trash Taste, we, I think we mentioned it, lost their $30,000 worth of cameras. Ooh, that's not uh, good, is it? They haven't got them back. Yeah, I know, right? They've all just disappeared. It just felt like the UK was sort of at breaking point. Mm. Um, so at least Japan, it works. It's just flame-grilled fun over here. <laughs> Pete Wave, by all accounts. Pete Wave! Uh, we got a story this week. <laughs> we got a story this week by Takuma, who says, Hello, Combini Chris and Pachinko Pete. My name is Takuma, and I've been a long-time listener of the podcast, having recently caught up. I am a half-Japanese guy living in Okinawa, Japan, about a decade ago. Before I moved to Japan from the US, my family would make it a yearly tradition to visit our family in Okinawa. One day, me and my little brother went off by ourselves to a nearby mall and headed straight for the arcade on the third floor we walked up to it and my eyes were set on the Gundam arcade game uh, arcade card game where every hundred yen that you spend on the game it would dispense a card that you can use for future play sessions after my third playthrough I noticed a group of young Japanese boys playing the same game on the opposite uh, side of me and we were looking at and, uh, and they were looking at my brother and I, like the foreigners we were, speaking Japanese. Little did they know, I understood everything they were saying, having grown up learning the language from my mother. Mm. After overhearing them saying things like, I bet they can't read anything on the screen, and they've got horrible cards, I bet I can beat them. I decided to make my stand. I decided to confront the kids <laughs> in imperfect Japanese, told them that I can, in fact, read what's on the screen. <laughs> and that was up for the challenge. Yes! After some... Button mashing, I miraculously beat half the group, despite them having superior cards. After more sessions, I strutted down the mall aisle with a stack of brand new Gundam cards in my pocket. My question (laughs) for you two is, have you ever had a situation before when you overheard some Japanese people talking about you uh, in a bad way? Because they thought you wouldn't understand. Uh, all the best, guys. Takuma. Oh, it's that's a it's very much one story it's, of struggle. It's very much one of those things where um, it, it's quite tantalising and exciting that that sort of thing goes on. And we've spoken about this before, uh, but I mean, in in general. Mm. I mean, it really doesn't as often as you as you think it might. But they, uh, uh, um, you sometimes see like YouTubers and stuff, sort of saying, "Ah, oh, I, I can understand what they are saying, and they are slitting me off, <laughs> and they're absolutely slagging me off." It's like, are they though? Do they, does anyone really give a shit? Everyone thinks they're the fucking main character in every single fucking show, don't they? Um, walking around, people are just fucking talking about, "Oh, look at me! I'm walking through Japan, and I'm blonde, and I've got a big nose." Uh, isn't everyone talking about me? No, they're not. It's fucking Tokyo. People are going to work. Shut up. 
And that's what I think. Or having a heat stroke. <laughs> While having a heat stroke, yeah. I'm the, I'm the main character in my TV show. Yeah. TV show I like to call Pro in Japan. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, you do yeah. get it occasionally. People just say stuff. But like, I've never had anything inherently rude yeah. I'll just be like oh my god it's a foreigner what's he doing like I remember there was like a festival in the town I used to live in every summer and when I walked down the street there I think I was like the only foreigner and there was about you know 20,000 people on the street yeah. and you know you get people being like oh my god what's that as I walk down the street with a bit of fried chicken in hand <laughs> people sort of wondering but like you don't I've never had anything like rude like oh what a piece of shit that guy is or anything like <laughs> what that what a piece of um, shit that guy is <laughs> but like you get that I get that question like it's a top five question actually uh, yeah. you know people want some sort of GC story some GC gossip <laughs> where I can be like well they said this but unfortunately I haven't had anything good happen <laughs> I wish something would happen though I should like yeah. it but uh, no unfortunately not oh never mind damn it Keep reaching, just keep on being it. like just low key a pain in the fucking ass. Just keep on just really <laughs> getting in people's fucking way. <laughs> Throw chewing gum all over the floor. Yeah, exactly. Not wear my mask. Exactly. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. But uh, <laughs> do you see my video the other day, Pete? I've begun Operation Let's Get Fit for the first time since 2018. Let's Get Fit for the first time in 2018. I did watch that. I uh, very much uh, enjoyed uh, you talking about um, um, angles on cameras and lighting and things like that. It was good. Everybody, um, I think everyone was surprisingly respectful for the internet on uh, on the YouTube, which, I, which surprised yeah. me. But, uh, you don't normally get that. They were nice. I got a lot of support from different folks, uh, like loads of YouTubers. Even PewDiePie commented on the video, like cheering me on. Like I said, I mean, I, my report was really bad. I had like bad cholesterol, bad heart. Uh, what was it? Not cholesterol. Um, bad cholesterol. Yep. Bad uh, blood pressure. Bad bunny. The bad uh, sorry, liver. <laughs> the, the rapper. The rapper. <laughs> bad bunny. <laughs> I, it was just it was just like not good and uh, mm. I do you know I, I actually put on like three kilograms in the time I was back in you the UK you did not that's amazing what, what an effort three kilograms to be fair every morning know, you're having a cooked breakfast that will do it well yeah yeah why can't I, I lose say, three kilograms why can't I lose three kilograms that's what I want to know why can you how can you gain I, I, I don't think necessarily I'm gaining that quickly but I sure as hell can't fucking get rid of it <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's just got to change what you eat right yeah. I mean I, I have been like really because I've got like an all or nothing personality where like I'm either all in and I actually really go for it yeah. or I just don't bother at all and yeah. I've been in like nothing mode for the last three years <laughs> but now in the last week you know I've been eating apples I instead of chicken apples I've been eating apples yeah. uh, I've eaten some chicken some not fried chicken <laughs> I, I've got to work on my diet but like you know it's, it's good I went to the gym yesterday for the first time and had a proper like epic workout to the point that I couldn't get out of bed this morning. Good. So things are t things are looking up. Things are looking up. But I've got a few challenges lined up, which I'll announce in uh, future episodes as well. But like, I, I am really going for it. Um, and yeah, I've, I've I've enrolled in three separate things, three fitness tests of my strength mm. at different points over the next six months. Okay. Increasingly more insane. One of them is. Uh, this um, it's in September. It's a Spartan race yes, where you okay. race. You run for like you know it. You, you run for like five kilometers, mm. and then you do like twenty obstacles, like climb a rope, jump over a wall, yeah. 
carry a bucket of concrete. I don't know. Yeah. But like, you, I've got to do all this stuff, and I've got until September to get fit for that. Do you, uh, so that's one of the things I said yesterday. You realise I quite enjoy doing this podcast. If, if you die, Chris, I won't be able to do the podcast anymore. It's, <laughs> you know, it's quite upsetting, really. <laughs> hey, well, you have to use one of those websites where it takes all the clips of me and turns it into like a robotic, <laughs> augmented voice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard, would it? Just you say the word say, ramen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I do basically say the same six phrases over and over again, so it won't be difficult. Yeah. Um, on the subject of augmented robots, though, I understand the news this week involve robots. What's going on in Japan? Chris, you know we love a robot on this show, and you know that Japan also <laughs> loves a robot. Um, Tsukuba, is it Tsukuba? 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 Tsukuba. Tsukuba. Uh, Ibaraki uh, Prefecture. Uh, we, we've got a self-driving wheeled robot that's delivering groceries and daily necessities uh, to a thousand households in central Spa. <laughs> Scuba. 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 Scuba, God Scuba. Damn it. Uh, And uh, basically, uh, Rakuten, the, uh, I think they sponsor, ooh, I think they might sponsor Everton or Real Madrid. Either way, uh, big, big company out there from Panasonic. Uh, basically, they uh, have started this massive delivery service right across an 850-metre radius from the um, Seiyu supermarket uh, chain. Uh, they fill up this robot, mm. and then the robot fucking tootles around town, very much like that... Uh, <laughs> That that show uh, about the kids uh, having their first errand, where they run around no. town and stuff. It's a little bit like that, but it's a little little more wally, a little bit more. Uh, mechanical I suppose uh, the delivery robot are made on Saturdays only and the service will only be running until July 30th so if you're in Japan if you're in Ibaraki that, that you, you can spot these robots tooting around uh, it has a loading space inside its body with a capacity of 114 litres which is more than enough for the contents of two shopping baskets uh, it can carry refrigerated stuff it can carry frozen items as well it's got sensors and cameras all around to check that it's not near pedestrians or other objects mm. it even talks as it passes you in the street it says I'm passing through or I'm making a right turn if it's going right on its delivery runs and when it gets to the destination to make sure the, uh, the, the the person who is uh, getting the goods delivered is the right person, they've got a pin. Mm. Uh, the, the, the the robot turns up and uh, you type in the pin and then it opens its guts and, and, and voms out a load of mm. uh, groceries for you. The handling fee is 110 yen uh, for each delivery. And it's I, I don't think that's bad. Would you, sort of, for 110 uh, yen, would you have like a robot delivering stuff to your house? Well, looking at the size of it, it's not that big, is it? It's what, 100 centimetres long? It's about a metre yeah. long. But 114 uh, litres. You can carry 114 litres. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty not decent. With my, not with my diet, mate. That's like not enough. I can't fit all my weekly chicken well, in I just, a little robot well, I would trundling just down get, the street. I would just get like a little. Uh, I would just only use it to order my, the most embarrassing items. Like, I don't know, uh, athlete's <laughs> foot powder, tenga eggs, stuff like that. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a cool idea. Like, it's yeah. one of those things where I feel like it's not going to really amount to much. Like, it was only like three years ago, there was loads of news stories about drones bringing you your groceries mm. and bringing you your Amazon boxes, but like, it never really took off. I yeah. think it's a it's a solution to a problem that isn't really there, except maybe for like people that are really old or people who are like maybe di- like have a disability or something. Well, like do you that. not have but like in in, oh, in, in football? Do you not have uh, in football in, uh, in in Japan <laughs> football in Japan? Do you not have <laughs> oh, like do you not have um, de- like supermarkets delivering groceries for a, a small fee? Is that not a thing? 
Um, it's no, it really isn't. As ah. it's not really. No, we do right. have like um, food delivery services, like um, uh, you know Uber or Walt, that are really big. Yeah. And I've you know that's half the reason I put on weight because I was using <laughs> Walt throughout the pandemic. Yeah. I was just sitting indoors. I was like, I could go out and buy things, mm. or I could order a ramen to my house. Yeah. And I did that every day. Yeah. I got fat. So I I don't know. I'm not really a fan of these things. I think it's more of a gimmick. Um, but scuba does need something good because it's not overly not <laughs> Ibaraki. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Ibaraki. I've done one video there, right? And I had to make some crappy pottery, <laughs> and I, I just ended up looking like a sex toy. It was really bad. Um, <laughs> only thing I know Ibaraki for is had like the, a really unpleasant nuclear accident where a guy accidentally uh, poured in some like uh, chemicals into this tank, and it created a nuclear reaction Ooh. that set off like a. Uh, like a, a, a small explosion, like a flash, and oh. it basically like killed him very slowly and unpleasantly. Oh. Fascinating documentary on that. But now there's yeah, yeah now you can get by a robot. So maybe this could <laughs> yeah, this could be a, a, something nice for Ibraki <laughs> PR reasons. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not sold on it. Um, when is this thing going into service? When can I do it? We well, can do it now, but it's going to stop in at uh, the end of July because uh, yeah. we, we hear about it, and, and, and you do hear quite a lot, a lot of Japanese stuff. Is like, oh, look what they've come up with! Isn't this amazing? And then uh, yeah, we're only doing it for a bit, and we're trialing it out, and we're quite scared to make it a permanent mm. thing. And we've got you have the permits and stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it just feels like one of those things where it's good for good for a bit of PR, yeah, but way too difficult and way too unnecessary to roll out yeah like it reminds me of um, when SoftBank and Rakuten is uh, one of the biggest phone companies in Japan uh, alongside SoftBank and SoftBank famously had Pepper the robot you know that robot yes. with big arms and wheels and it sort of sits in every SoftBank does it store. have big arms utterly useless <laughs> does it have big arms it does are you, got, are you yeah, really yeah, horny for, for, uh, for Pepper's big arms muscular <laughs> muscular um arms no i am not but the arms did move with uh like they actually move like human arms yeah. it's quite impressive but the it what the, the it was just on wheels yeah. which i think is a cop out if you're gonna build a humanoid robot you give it the legs it deserves give it asimo's <laughs> legs but like it just rolled around softbank being sort of annoying and getting in the way yeah you'd want to speak to staff and you have to use like the like ipad stuck into its stomach mm, but by okay. the time you got to it the staff had come over anyway and it was useless and so they sort of i think they stopped selling it or stopped producing it realizing it was just a, a massive waste of money once yeah i actually wanted to um for a year ago as you remember too much volcano hit song we talked about doing a follow-up to too much volcano and i wanted to get loads of pepper robots and have them dancing on a sand gene in totori with like Natsuki rapping <laughs> but then I discovered that the only way to get a pepper robot you have to like get like a monthly subscription or something it was like phenomenally oh really expensive I, th I thought I'd just buy it yeah, yeah like a junk shop well or could something, you not buy like a oh, I guess everything yeah everything's a subscription now isn't it so even if you did buy one from hard off or whatever or found one in a skip you would have to it wouldn't work without <laughs> it, it wouldn't work without some kind of subscription Rubbish that. Just, I love the image of me just rummaging through a skip in Ibaraki, yeah. holding out a big pepper robot, like holding, <laughs> holding big, holding its big arms <laughs> as you jam it into your car. <laughs> I want to see Pepper the robot bringing the uh, bringing the shopping. Yeah, That'd be more dramatic, exactly. and, and we can finally put the <laughs> army of pepper robots to good use because yeah. they certainly weren't in the thousands of soft bank stores around the country. <laughs> dear oh dear, but we'll see, we'll see what comes of this. I'm not optimistic mm. as per usual. It seems like a cool robotic thing that isn't really going to happen but 
prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, Ibaraki. Prove me wrong. Yeah. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Donaldson? We've got a message from Nicholas. Um, Oh, goodness. Uh, Hello, Crispy and Pedro. (laughs) I'm currently planning a three-month trip to Japan in the fall of 2023. I would like to only loosely plan my three months by just roughly knowing my route. Do you think this is possible? Booking hotels only a couple of days in advance instead of several months? My standard of hotels aren't too high. I just need a bed, I guess. Uh, Friendly Grüße aus der Schweiz. Schweiz? I don't know. Schweiz? I don't know. Uh, I hope Chris can pronounce all this with all of his German proficiency. Well, Nicholas, you got very unlucky because you got uh, Peter, who has never read German in his life. (laughs) So apologies. I love the viscosity of your German. Alsterblieft. Is that sorry? Alsterblieft? Is that right? I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember. I took German for like three years and I learned nothing. Nothing. I think Kaltoffen Kaltoffen's like mushrooms cool. I don't know I'm not going to Trash my German knowledge <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, you're fine. I, I book I book a hotel like pretty much every, the day before I go somewhere. Yeah. Um, you're going to be all right, you know. Before the Olympics, there wasn't enough hotels. And it often was a battle to get a decent hotel for a cheap rate. But now, because they built loads of hotels, they've mostly just sat empty for three years now. Uh, there's a load of capacity, and uh, yeah, you can always I find think space. You'll be all right, and you can always sleep on yeah. the streets if oh. you can't. I, I, I um, on exactly. on the kitchen when I went across America with some mates about three years ago. Now, uh, we uh, we just booked everything like an hour before and just drove to wherever <laughs> the hotel uh, was. And um, hilariously, uh, we, we we did an Airbnb very very late on. We rocked up at the house, and uh, it was just a blog asleep in the <laughs> the the, the uh, landlord. Brother uh, was just asleep in, in a back room, which we, we didn't realise. And then we found a load of oh. ammunition in the wall, and that's Abilene, Texas, for you. <laughs> oh my lord! Bloody love hell. a gun. I mean, love ammunition. <laughs> Only thing I'll say is uh, travel around Japan freely, have fun, eat, drink, be merry, but just be careful. Uh, the only day you might want to book somewhere is if there's like a national holiday. That's right. when the country gets mental. Trains, planes, automobiles, hotels, all booked up. Yeah. So bear that in mind. Don't get caught off guard on a holiday. Other than that, though, yeah, you could totally wing a three-month trip around Japan. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. I envy you, Nicholas. I envy you greatly. <laughs> we've got one here from Jared. He says, hello, guys. Uh, I'm planning... I love the way we've gone from, like, Crispy and Pedro to just hello there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello there. I'm planning a cycle from Osaka to Kagoshima. I have my route planned out, but my, my, my main problem is, can I take my bike into hotels? I found these bags called Ninkor bags, right. uh, which people put their bike into... Uh, to travel on trains. I'm not sure if I'll need one to get my bike into hotels. How do you pronounce, can I bring my bicycle in? (laughs) Thanks, Jared. (laughs) I mean, there's like, every street in Japan is a place you can stick your bike Mm. out front and lock it up, right? Mm. I mean, on Journey Across Japan, we either locked it in front of the hotel or we locked it on the car. But I think, yeah, more often than not, it's just fine. Don't bring your bike into the hotel. They're not going to allow that. No. Like a big hulking bike no there'll always the be room. somewhere to, to, to park it and no one's going to steal it as long as you've got a decent chain so yeah. you, you'd be absolutely fine that'd be a lovely route though that was the the best stretch on the original journey across Japan was from Osaka to Kagoshima basically right. the bit after Pete Donaldson oh, came on the trip sure <laughs> actually no no you, you got lucky Lake Beagle <laughs> like, that's a really nice section of Japan mm. to uh, cycle through so <laughs> yeah. good luck Jared and don't worry about your bicycle it'll be fine it'll be fine unless it gets nicked <laughs> Good stuff. What have we got then? We've got one from we Alex. got a message from Alex who says, he's from Alex from Denton, Texas, speaking of Texas. My name is Alexander, and uh, as a long-time fan of your podcast in Japan in general, I have a question I've always been dying to ask you. Here in the US, we've always been told that in Japan, the louder you eat, the more of a compliment it is to the chef. As someone who can't tolerate eating noises uh, due to a disability, the thought of this terrifies me. Is this stereotype true? Are people really loud eaters in Japan? Nom, nom, nom. They, they didn't say nom, nom, nom. Well, I added that in for a giggle. <laughs> they do slurp, don't they? Quite a lot. Yeah. That's a big part of the culture. That it's completely fine, not rude at all. Yeah, cool to down. slurp and make a really loud noise. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite jarring because mm. that feels like very much at odds with Japan's sort of culture of don't infringe on other people, yeah. don't be too loud, don't. But you can go like that, and it took me <laughs> like three years to sort of get used to that. Yeah. It's such a weird aspect of it, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Um, what other eating noises are there? How uh, do you eat a cake? If I if I eat something particularly delicious, I do end every little bite by going, "Oh no, it's nice." 
So if I'm eating like <laughs> I don't know a cornflake cake, I go, oh, ah, that was nice. Oh, ah, that was nice. The exact same pitch, the exact same timbre, every single time. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, that was nice. There you go. D that, be like P, D whatever that is. <laughs> and uh, I, I think you probably won't go down that yeah, exactly. way. But yeah, no. Oh, dear. Slurping, that's it though, isn't it? I can't think of any other noises. <laughs> you can't think of any other noises. It sounds like you've stuffed your fingers in the electric socket <laughs> with your little shout <laughs> after you've eaten. Um, yeah, no, other than that though, you're all good to go. Yeah. Slurp away. Slurp away at fun. Uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to broadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. I'm still jet lagged. I'm getting over it. Yeah. I'll be on better form in the next episode, guys. Um, it's great to be back, actually. By the end of the trip in the UK, I was like, it's time to go to Japan now. I must go back and, to my uh, home country now. <laughs> it was interesting because, like, in the first two weeks of the trip in the UK I was like I want to stay here forever <laughs> and then by about four weeks I was like oh. and then by about six weeks I was like yeah I'm done yeah, get I'm me done. out of here get now. me out of here right okay it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. but now I'm back I'm ready to go ready to get fit and now I want to go and slurp some noodles. All this talk of ramen's made me pretty... Oh, no, I'm going to die. No, I can't do no, that. No, you can't slurp the Bollocks. noodles. No, God damn no it. No noodles for you, boy. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into Abroad Japan podcast at gmail.com, guys. We'll be back later in the week to all over again, but for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week, eat some ramen, have a wonderful time. We'll see you right back here. Do all over again on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.